You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Brian. Uh, I got to jump in really quickly and remind everybody here about our wonderful partner at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I keep telling you guys, if you are fans of Wings, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Those are the days that you need to go to Boomer Jacks. Tuesdays, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But they've got deals for you every other day of the week. they got drink specials starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer, and it is the coldest beer you're going to find in the Metroplex or anywhere else. Wall-to-wall TVs, and I don't, I don't say that as some sort of exaggeration, like, oh, wall-to-wall TVs. That's not a simile. It literally is TVs that basically cover every space of the walls at Boomer Jacks. There's also live music. Great TVs that you can catch any game, any sport that you're looking for uh, there at Boomer Jacks. Uh, There's 17 DFW locations, so you can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. Uh, And I got to lead off uh, with this first question here. Um, This guy's name is uh, David Hellman. And he says, if we can assume for the sake of conversation that the Dallas Stars don't have a historic comeback in them, which Dallas Big Four franchise will win the city's next title? Kind of a terrible question from that guy. I don't don't know who he is. Um, Kind of a low IQ question. But do you have an answer for David Hellman? Hellman, uh, did he happen to go to school at my alma mater there, the Ellis and the Hughes? Yeah. Uh, I've seen a picture where he holds up an L, but I think that's – Acknowledging he's a loser. Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. Gosh, no, <laughs> I, I did had, too. I love Elman. I, I had breakfast with him the other day and I, I, I miss him every single day. Oh, thanks for the invite, Brian. Well, you were probably, you were probably doing one of your, I think you were on air actually. We had breakfast probably. at, we had breakfast <laughs> at uh, nine o'clock. We had breakfast oh, at nine o'clock it. last well, week. Well, there you go. But anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I think the team that, might be going the right direction right now. And it's just not because of the way the record is the next championship could be there. Your Texas Rangers is who it could be, you know, um, they're good I, right I, now. I, I love, I love, I think the stars personnel, the stars are, you know, the stars heck of a playoff run. Let's see if they can in fact claw their way back into this thing. I don't know why we're sitting there answering these questions here on this podcast, but I'll say it's it just, anyway. It's just because Hellman asked the question. And oh. I want to, I just wanted to take a chance to troll Hellman. And here I, and here I am trying to oh, answer God. the question. <laughs> Still answer, answer it, but I'm just trying yeah. to troll Hellman. I, I think that I, I love the general manager with the Texas Rangers. I love the fact that the organization is willing to spend the money to get the players. I think the development, you know, the Rangers are playing well. They got the first over, uh, fourth overall pick coming up in the draft. This is the last time I think they're going to pick fourth or in the top five in a long time. So, I would say that the 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 Rangers are probably the team that's got the chance, the best chance to bring the next the next championship. But man, it's not to say that the Cowboys do a hell of a job with their player personnel stuff. They really, really do. They, but if they could kind of put things together, you know, they I felt like they got over the hump a little bit with that 
win in the wild card, you know, but then, you know, San Francisco, that game, I, I just think it's going to take a, a little bit more time. Uh, all right. So there's the answer to your terrible question. Dave. Yeah. How about uh, that? Next question from TK. Why didn't the Cowboys try to sign a proven kicker like uh, Brandon McManus, who signed with Jacksonville, and instead rolling with unproven Tristan Vizcaino? Uh, Brian, I know we were watching Vizcaino kick yesterday. Not, it didn't feel like there was a lot of boom coming off of that leg. There was not a lot. You know, when sometimes you watch these kickers and you feel like that you, you really hear that ball hit that foot, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this This is one of those things where I kind of feel like that every one of his kicks, it felt like it got up and it was questionable if it was driving through the upright, that it was yeah. more of a hitting maybe a yard or two beyond the goalpost. I never felt like it was, it was, you know, sometimes these guys hit the ball and it's at the, it's at the middle of the, uh, you know, it's in the middle and then it's high on the upright and it's sailing through and it's driving through. I, I just got, I just got the oppression, the oppression, the impression that these were like kicking into the, kicking a ball in the wind of 25 miles an hour and it was hanging up, hanging up. Man, just not a lot of power. He, um, the ones that he missed, he missed the last one. He made from 40 yards. He made a 40, a 43, a 45, a 47, and missed the 51. But he missed the first one. I don't think people counted. I saw him miss it. He hit the right upright. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that was a warm-up kick. But he hit the, uh, the the right upright from 32, and it was no good. Then he the second one from 35 he hit. He missed another one from 35. He made a 39, that 40, the 43, the 45, the 47, and then missed the 51. But, man, the ball just did not have a lot of pop to it and it didn't have like that driving ability through the uprights next question here from cd he says most noticeable change in physical stature who took the offseason seriously i don't know that i i don't know that i saw anybody yesterday that it's like well they slimmed down or oh they bulked up I, did I didn't, you see gallimore i i missed him did you see neville i gallimore? saw gallimore I, I didn't notice necessarily how he looked and like I, nothing stood out to me the, the that stood out to me physically, and it's more just because I think he was hurt all last season. Is J. Ron Curse could actually move at yeah. practice yesterday? He couldn't move the last month of the season. He was he was so hurt the last six weeks of the year. And so the thing that stood out to me was, oh, I'm seeing J. Ron Curse move fluidly again. That's nice to see. Uh, I, I think the only thing I heard you comment on about stature out there was, boy, the. Deuce Vaughn, that is a small, small running back. <laughs> well, he's short. I'll tell you a guy that I was impressed with physically that, you know, again, seeing live for the first time was Schoonmaker. That That mm-hmm. is a big, square, good-looking player right there when you start yeah. to talk about the tight ends. Somebody said that maybe that that uh, they looked like that Hendershot, Hendershot uh, uh, had lost. For, well, oh, okay. Hender, uh, uh, Hendershot might have lost some weight. That that he looked like that he was that he had slimmed down, that he mm-hmm. wasn't as bulky as he was last year. That maybe that he was a little bit slimmer. But I I, I noticed Mozzie Smith's a good looking guy too on my, on the, the end I was on. That's not a sloppy guy at all. That's a good that was a good looking player. Him, uh, awesome Richards, guys like that. 
really good looking physically how they play. I was talking to somebody in the organization about Awesome Richards. I said, hey, mm-hmm. I, I go, you might have stole one there. And they go, we just need to get him a little bit stronger. But, you know, the footwork, the athletic ability and all that, you know, we feel like we got a player with some really nice upside there. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Question here from The Pearl. I hear Brian speak about the O-line coach, but with the running back coach leaving as well, yeah. uh, could it be that the run game install both got axed, seemed off to me all season? So I guess the question there is, is it less about, hey, we need a new line coach or a new running back coach? It was these two working in tandem, the running game install wasn't working, and we needed to reset that as a coupling. Man, I don't think that Mike McCarthy wanted to fire Joe Philbin. Joe Philbin ran out of a contract. You know, and and maybe Joe Philbin's asking price was more than what the front office was willing to pay. Yeah, that's surprising. But Jerry Jones, I, I think they've eliminated what three coaches there, Bobby. I, I, we're down at they're in that twenty something range, and twenty seven. Yeah, and I think that what they are they at twenty seven now was it thirty? No, they, they were at twenty seven. They were yeah, at, they, they were, were at twenty seven, and they got you know not that Rob Davis was a coach. But they, you know, they just the guys that they let go. The only guy they brought from the outside was the offensive line coach, was Mike Solari, right? Uh, they 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 replaced uh, Doug Nussmeyer with uh, Scott Tolzien. Uh, yep. they, moved, they moved the assistant line coach over to running back coach. So they didn't add any coaches other than the offensive line coach. I think this was one of those things where Jerry Jones during the season he's like, we've got all these coaches and he was going, why, you know? So uh, I don't think Mike McCarthy wanted, like I said, I'll say it again. I don't think he wanted to get rid of Joe Philbin, but man, there was a lot of prisoner for prisoner trading off on this coaching staff. When you think about uh, the running back coach, you know, with George Edwards getting released, I I think George Edwards in talking to him, he was surprised that he got let go, you know, but what happened? Scott McCurley, who was the, the linebacker coach during the uh, uh, Mike Nolan administration got his old job back. So yeah. th- these guys that were assistants who started off as regular coaches, uh, you know, when McCarthy first got here, then they became assistant to the assistants. Now some of them got their old jobs back or, or, or had to move around. So I think this was a, I think it was a tough off season for Mike McCarthy. And I think it was a tough off season for Jerry Jones when it came to this coaching staff. All right. And last question here, we got it asked by about eight different people in various different ways. The big news today, of course, uh, the Cardinals released Deandre Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, 
Brian, your your thoughts on Hopkins uh, as a player, or maybe some of what you've heard about where he is as a player at this point in his career. And do you think the Cowboys would have any interest? DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. I asked a couple of the gang of seven where they might end up. Uh, they guys were like, man, Green Bay, Baltimore. You know, Baltimore is signed to, uh, uh, you know, with uh, Odell Beckham. I did, I did ask somebody. I did ask somebody I really, really trust that would know the situation. You know, maybe not within the with well, the Cowboys. And I'm saying, what about the Cowboys? I don't think that's going to happen. But some people who really are in the know with the Cowboys told me this. Um, they they were saying about Hopkins. I said, I said, where does he end up? You know, you got to guess for me. The guy said, depends on where he, what he uh, what he's asking for and who and who's willing to pay it. Odell Beckham set the marker for wide receivers and didn't play last year. Hopkins probably wants to be paid regardless, and I don't foresee much wiggle from whatever he perceives his value to be. So I don't see that as a – I take that as the Cowboys are not going to be involved in this at all. You know, they're not They're not going to be in the DeAndre Hopkins. Even though he was willing to reduce, me personally, I would have made the trade for Hopkins. But they end up getting Cooks. They wanted Cooks. They got Cooks. I'm not going to fault them for that. You know, they went out and they made a move. But I think I was more willing myself when that whole DeAndre Hopkins thing started out that I was more willing to uh, be that guy that would make that trade for him. But uh, it didn't work out so well. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star. Thanks so much for joining us. we got more OTA practices, more mini camp practices to come. Uh, and we'll have another episode for you next week discussing all of it. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys next time.